So we've already read uh, part of the uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas story uh, from Luke chapter 2. And I'm just going to continue on where we left off with verse, uh, I'm going to start with verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The word of the Lord read in our midst. So... When you're driving down E.C. Road or Tecumseh Road or any of these other roads, one of the things you will notice are all the signs, right? Especially when you're on Tecumseh Road and you're driving down towards the city, it just feels as you get closer and closer to downtown, the signs multiply. There's just tons of them all over the place. They're in shop windows and they're, you know, all over the place. And there's all these construction signs. All we see, it's anywhere we go, wherever we drive, all we see are all sorts of different signs, either business signs, road signs, construction signs. And what's the purpose, what's the purpose of a sign? What, what, what is it trying to do? Tell you something? Yeah? What was that? Yep. We're trying to often, the, the, main, the main thing is to draw your attention. Right? It's trying to pull. If you're, when you go to Toronto, man, they're huge signs. I'm like, I'm surprised there's not more accidents because everything's drawing your attention off of the road to see these signs, to get, your, to get you to pay attention. And, uh, and that's and, uh, for different reasons, right? It, it could be there was something important, right? There's going to be a bend in the road. So you've got a sign that's going to tell you there's a bend coming, so you slow down. There's other signs that are telling you there's potholes. I, they need more of those kinds of signs out here in, in Windsor, Tecumseh. I tell you, the potholes, one of these days, my car's going to disappear. The, some of them are so big. Um, we, the hospital signs, right? If you don't know where the hospital is, they have got that big H sign. So telling you something that could benefit you, something that you have to watch out for. Also, coffee signs, important things like that, where the airport is. All these signs are telling you something, either something you need, something you want, something to be careful of. Signs are important because without them, we just go blindly along, missing the things that are just really a few meters away from us, but remain unseen. When it comes to the shepherds, it's the same thing. Now, out in the fields around Jerusalem, I'm sure there were very few signs to see. At least not signs created by people. Of course, there are all sorts of signs out there. They might say that out in nature, they actually have more signs than we do. 
in the city. The signs are what is found in nature, right? Like the sign of the weather. So they're always looking at uh, what the clouds are doing or what the sun is doing, or they're looking at also at things that are happening with the plant life. They're looking at the animals. So, because uh, oh, the sheep, right? What, what sign are they giving them about what's going on inside them? And then the, the, the shepherds themselves communicate. And as they're talking to each other, language itself is a kind of sign. In the scriptures, people often ask for signs from God. Can anybody think of uh, some stories in the Bible where someone goes to God looking for a sign? What's the most famous one? Has anybody got an idea? It's an Old Testament one. What was that? I'm sorry, I can't hear it. My ears are plugged. So, honestly, I'm actually sick, so... Yes, yes. And then there's the other, uh, what's another one? Gideon. <laughs> yeah, Gideon, that's a famous one. Yeah, what, what, with Gideon, what did he do? Do you guys remember? What was it? What, what did he put out, out on the ground? Fleece. What? Fleece. A fleece, right, exactly. And then he was waiting for it to get wet, and he was asking God, make it wet, the ground dry, that kind of thing, right. Um, then you think of, remember... Um, was it uh, Zechariah? Zechariah, now this is New Testament, but Zechariah asked for a sign. You know, how was it, what was the sign going to be that his, his wife, who was definitely advanced in years, was going to have a baby, right? He's, uh, he was asking for a sign. This is normal. That Old Testament, they were always asking for signs. But note that the, the shepherds, they don't ask for a sign. There's no need for them, from their perspective, to ask for one. Because sending Jesus Christ to earth is God's idea. It's given on God's time, and it's God's unique way. We're not even looking for it. God realized that there needed to be a sign of what he was doing, because here's the thing. The idea of God coming to earth wasn't something anybody would even pray for. It wasn't even something that people would think to ask for. Therefore, they wouldn't even know they should be looking for a sign. Honestly, who could imagine God's amazing love for all people, that he was not just for the powerful. If you look around, it, it seems like, remember in the, in the Bible, it was often thought that if somebody got sick or something bad happened to them or they were born not quite right, that something that God was punishing them, that there's some sort of sin that was done. Where if somebody was very strong, very powerful, very successful, that was a sign God loved them. There was actually like, there was this belief. And so you can imagine, they're not, they're, they're not looking for a sign from God um, that would say the opposite or that, the, that both are loved equally by God. This is going to have to be something that God shows us clearly because we don't think of it that way. How could anyone at that time even think that, remember the Jews at that time thought that really God's love was for them. And yet God is saying, I'm going to send a sign that's going to show my loves for everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Now, while babies are common enough, this baby was different. This baby was the sign of God's great love. It was a sign that God had not forgotten the poor, the downtrodden, the lost. He hadn't forgotten the wealthy and the powerful either. He hadn't forgotten anybody. That was the point of this, this baby that was coming to earth. Everyone needed him. This baby born, uh, baby born in a manger was a sign that God's plans and God's mission were going to be different than we expected. Jesus wasn't coming as some triumphant king. He is coming lowly, in a manger, humble. 
He was going to be a servant of the people, and he was going to rescue them from their sins. God's plan was so amazing, so beyond human comprehension that it needed a sign. And God gave us one, the most precious sign that has become part of our yearly celebration. Right? That's as much as Christmas has turned into a lot of other things. We always remember what this is, is a sign of God's love. His love for all people, anywhere in the world, no matter what country you come from, no matter what nationality, no matter anything about who you are or what you've done, God loves you. And even when you make mistakes in your life, God still loves you. He loves you so much that he calls you back to him. And I think at this Christmas time, what a great reminder. We're being called back to God. He calls us back to him to be born again and to receive life, new life, ourselves. Let's pray and I'll call the team back up to lead us in another song. Come on up, guys. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful Christmas message that you've given us this sign and we take this as a sign today for us to do, uh, to come back to you and to find in you new life, Lord, and great joy. Knowing that you love us no matter what's happened in our past and no matter what comes in the future. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.